So before we start, if you or the people you're listening with will be offended by and well, it's probably best you turn this podcast off right now. Hello, I'm Kathy Burke, and welcome to this dark corner of the podcast sphere, where all music in the charts is in a minor key. It's a place of eternal sadness. Oh, wait a second. What's all that barking about? Oh, it's just a couple of the hounds of hell. Hello, darling. How are you doing? You're a good boy. What you got? You got a bone? Of course you have. Off you go. Off you go. Welcome to... Where there's a will, there's a way. As we get to grips with our certain destiny, it's time to welcome this week's guest to this decomposing dead end. Now, some podcasts are deep diving into politics, while others are just titting about. But on this show, we're keeping it real-ish and planning a perfect funeral. After all, it's the only thing that's definitely going to happen. So why not start getting a little creative? And joining me today to talk about all things afterlife is the quite marvellous, the quite brilliant, but a little bit of a twat. Dawn French. Oh, I've got got a jingle. (laughs) You've got a little jingle. I've never had my own jingle. Oh, well, there you go. Oh, that's fantastic. Love it. It's classy here. It certainly is. So how are you, Dawn? We we were chatting away before the record button was switched on. We realised we haven't actually seen each other since before the fucking pandemic. I know. I know. that I, I don't know how that's happened except that I live a long way away. I live six hours away in Cornwall. Yes. And uh, I don't come to London very often. I get a bit overexcited by London, by cappuccinos and stuff. Oh, right. And seeing you. Uh, and actually, pretty much every time I come to London, I see you. So that's how long ago it's been since I've been up. Yeah. Almost. But you're up now because you're going into panto season? I am, yeah. What yeah. are you giving Oh, us? no, I'm not. <laughs> uh, yeah, I am. I'm going to be at the Palladium. And how long, uh, just for our listeners, if they want to book tickets? Um, I think it starts on December the 10th or something like that. Um, and it goes on for five weeks. And then, of course, before, well, you've been doing a tour of your own show. Yeah. And then that's going to come back, is it, next it year? It is, but not till the end of next year. I've got to write a book. Okay. So I do a panto, write a book, and then I will go back out on tour. What's the show called it's again? It's called Dawn French is a Giant Twat. Okay, lovely. <laughs> and you're not arguing with that, are you, Cam? No, not, no. not one bit. <laughs> <laughs> and it's basically me st- talking about all the mistakes I've made. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. So I'm going to do that. I'll go out, back out on tour again lovely. with that next. September, right, and uh, maybe bring it into the West End if if we can find somewhere that wants us. Fingers crossed, because yeah. I would love to see it. Yeah, but you're yes. in it. Oh yes, you're in it twice. You are mentioned twice. Mm. I realise though, you're not mentioned as a twat. Okay, you're mentioned as a guide actually, and oh. as sort of somebody I go to for a bit of casting advice. Uh-huh. And you're in it also telling me off about an Irish accent that I did once. <laughs> <laughs> Which I completely deserved. Oh, really? (laughs) And look at us, and we're still great pals. We're still great pals. But we've always been quite honest with each other, I think. I think so. And like, even though I've not made a successful show out of it, there's been many times over the years, Miss French, where I've rung you for advice, when I've been a bloody twat, and uh, you've always helped me out, and... uh, 
you know. Well, that's what friends do. Yeah. And I feel safe with you, Kath. You know, I can tell you anything. I know it doesn't go any further than you till today, until yes. I find out what you're going to say. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I know. I love you. I love the bones of you. And I would always go to you for a bit of advice. And I'd always tell you stuff that I find difficult to say. Likewise. And talking of bones, yeah, you're going to be dead soon. Thanks. So... I need to set something absolutely straight before we continue any further. And that is, you aren't going to live forever. In fact, every day you live is a day closer to death. Now, isn't that a poetic opener? So let's get on with it, shall we? We've got three sections. First, we'll discuss the aforementioned death. Then it's off to the funeral. And lastly, we'll chat about the will and the wake. And just so you know where we're up to, I've got us a choir to sing to us. Hit it. The death. <laughs> that might be the first time that I've actually smiled at the thought of my death. <laughs> so what's the ideal way, Dawn? Well, I suppose it depends when, but at the moment, I'd quite like it to be on stage, maybe at the end of the show, because at the end of the show, a really fabulous, great big prop comes on. It's a bit of a spoiler, this, mm. but it's a great big lit up twat sign. Right. And I quite like, you know, audience to be on their feet. Yeah. Twat to come in and just collapse. <laughs> sort of Tommy Cooper style <laughs> right then. And with a big laugh that yeah. goes with it and a round of applause because people think, oh, she's doing a joke. Yes. Uh, and then there'd be a bit of an awkward silence. And then <laughs> and then one of my lovely crew would come off and just drag me off <laughs> unceremoniously. <laughs> yeah, off to the side. So... You think there will be a huge outpouring of grief? I should imagine there would be, Dong. Well, well, I suppose what I'd like is a sort of national intake of breath, at least. A kind of, oh, fridge is gone. Followed by, a, you know, spontaneous round of applause. Yeah. That's, what, that's really, <laughs> I really would like the applause all the way along, to be honest. Like the Queen, Ed. Oh, God, you see, I don't want to compare myself to the Queen. Did you ever meet the Queen? I did. I met her a couple of times, yeah. actually. And I, I tell you something, A, not tall. So yes. I quite like somebody on my level that I can look into the eyes of yes. directly. Um, also, I could believe that she was on a skateboard because underneath the dress. Because when I did meet her at Windsor Castle for some artsy-fartsy do, she slid really? along up to me. And she's either moving very, very fast yeah. or is being pulled along right. on a skateboard because she was suddenly up my side in a quite alarming yeah. way because I saw it the other side of the room and then she was suddenly next to me so she might be a shapeshifter yes. could be that but um, very nice to me I think she probably is informed by people in her ear mm. tell, like goddesses like you've got here mm. telling her oh, this, you, this one you're going to meet now this is the Dawn French and she's a vicar of Dibley blah 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 so she comes up and she has information about you yes um, but she told me that she enjoyed the vicar of Dibley I could imagine she would like yeah. the vicar of Dibley yeah. yeah but I think what she really loved was dogs and horses yeah so you know what I mean <laughs> and not people so much not so much no. people no in fact she might have tuned into Only Fools and Horses thinking it was something yeah, she other than have. what it was. <laughs> Do you know might. what I mean? Yes, but anyway, okay, so you're you're dead, a lot of people, yes. oh no, yes. not Dawn, yeah. but then, There well, might be sound bites, Kath. There might be people sound 
bites in the street yes. um, from people. And I, what I would really like is people giving sound bites like, oh, I met her once, a bit like me telling you about the Queen. Eh? Yes. Um, I met her once. Uh, she wasn't very nice to me. Oh, no. You know, that sort of thing, where, where it's like absolutely the opposite of what you think. Yes. Uh, so people say, yeah, I went to the stage door and she just brushed straight past and got Yeah, because we do do. I mean, I've done that. People, I've, told, you, I've told people to fuck off, but people, <laughs> sometimes don't, people want me to tell them to fuck off. You are the only person I know who people would be delighted to be told to, be, to fuck off by. Yes. I can't get away with that. As much as you. No, so I, I would think quite like this yeah. after my death. Yeah. If there's a couple of little stories of me being a little bit irascible or a little bit mm. bad tempered. Yeah. Uh, just to, you know, reel it up a bit. Just to give you another layer because everybody give me another thinks layer. You're, you don't want to just be beautiful, sweet. perfect doll <laughs> yeah. who's nothing but a delight to everybody. Yeah. And you know, well, and we I know, know that that is not yes. the case. Whereas I've always worn my cuntiness very much you on my sleeve. You definitely have. You have. So there's no worries no there. No surprise there. You know. How did you not get cancelled on Twitter, I wonder? Well, it's good publicity for Twitter, I think. In fact... I got sent a sweatshirt one Christmas from Twitter. You ever had a present? From no! <laughs> Saying what? Saying I had the best, um, you know, your bio. Thanks for all your tweets. And you've got the best profile on Twitter, which is my snowflake brings all the cunts to the yard. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Well, it's Berkey with the good hair. Yes, it was, yeah. My snowflake brings all the cunts to the yard. Your pictures are good as well. They well, change well, every now and again. Yeah, my little mate Nancy yeah. did my... I can't get rid of it because I just... It was such a brilliant yeah. drawing of me. Yeah. From memory. She was in Ireland during the oh. pandemic. I'm three years old and from memory. But no, no, they sent me a they sent me a nice sweatshirt and a Christmas card. Oh, so I'm thanks. A bit jealous now. Yeah. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this short break. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, not, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. No tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. The what do you want? Okay, well, you know me. I'm humble. <laughs> I'm low-key. I'd like a see-through hearse. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like a sort of Barbie hearse, but black. Okay. You know, with glass all the way around. Yeah. I definitely want the horses with the plumes. Okay. I want RuPaul in the top hat. Oh, yeah. If I maybe allowed that walking ahead I'd quite like you know this is all low-key obviously yeah yeah <laughs> I would like uh, a sort of a wake behind of previous lovers and concubines oh yes <laughs> I don't know if you can have male concubines but that's what I'd like because back in the old days apparently mm. your concubines and previous lovers if they, if they still uh, existed would have to throw themselves into the fires of your your funeral pyre. Oh right! Because 
uh, they'd be strangled and thrown onto the fire because their lives wouldn't be worth living anymore. Without you. Without me. And that's what I'd like, if that's okay. Oh, nice. So previous lovers, you may know some of them, yes. should be thrown on a fire. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Um, and, and any concubines that I've got at the time. And obviously I'd have to leave that in a secret letter because I wouldn't be, you wouldn't be knowing about my special concubines who are, who are just sexual servants, aren't okay. they? Really? Yeah. And obviously I've got a few of those. <laughs> so I'd quite like that. I'd, I'd like, um, I don't want any of this humanist stuff. Oh, I don't, do you not? No, no, I don't. I, you know, it's a bit prickly Fuck pear. Fuck humans. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, you know, sort of natural burial site mm. but a nice leafy meadow yeah. but Jennifer and I did a prickly pear farm sketch about this yeah. about the two characters who've had to diversify into <laughs> using their land for anything so now they're having a human burial ground oh, um, and you know my thoughts about that are that the people who do it excuse me if you're listening and you do it well but that they might bury people on top of each other and not do it deeply enough. Your gases right. from your body would come out and be bubbling up. Yeah. Um, I don't want squelchy... I don't want my mourners yeah. walking over squelchy ground uh, with dead people very close to, yeah. you know, their but underfoot. But it's better for the environment, though. I don't it's... give a shit about the environment. You know? <laughs> no, I'm dead. Um, you know, I'm dead. And I, I know... I know how I'm going to be preserved, but maybe, you know, that's for the next question. I, I know exactly how that's going to be. But at the funeral, I'd like a, I'd like a New Orleans jazz yeah. thing. Again, like I say, low-key. Low-key. <laughs> low key. RuPaul. RuPaul. Some brownies, maybe, on recorders. Brownies you know, brownies. Or... Brownies. Not brownies the cake. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking No, of. brownies like scouts and brownies. Oh, those little I'd love a load of them with their, little, with their little neckerchiefs on, oh, on their recorders. Oh, I'd love that. Off, no, I want it on a little group of children dressed up as brownies. Well, I won't be there. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> no, you will be there because everyone else will be dressed in black. Oh, okay. You want that? And oh. what are you dressed up? Uh, in? If your coffin is see-through. Yeah. So what are you giving us? Well, well, no, the hearse is see-through. The oh, hearse. I th- oh, I thought the coffin. No, no, was no. Wait, wait. I've got ideas about the coffin, but the the hearse is see through, okay. like a lovely big Barbie. Oh, I know what you thing. mean. Yeah, right, okay. like pulled Katie by Price. horses. Katie like Katie Price, only black. Right, only black. No, uh, the coffin is a different thing altogether. That right. will be solid gold, obviously. Oh, right. um, like a sarcophagus, <laughs> but with a. I'm thinking with a perspex top. Yeah. Right, so you can see through. Okay. Okay, because, Cathy, mm. <laughs> what I'd really like, if you'll grant me this, is I'd like to be preserved. I'd like to be embalmed. Right. Properly, with full makeup, with yeah. lashes. Yeah. Right, in possibly in a vicar outfit. Oh. With a surplus, you know, the full vestments. Yes. With a cheeky little stole with hearts on it kind of thing, you know, jokey. Uh-huh. Um, and I'd like, I'd like the whole coffin to be raised up, upright, yeah. Um, on the Tamar Bridge oh. as you enter Cornwall <laughs> with you are now entering Cornwall written underneath. So it's got a perspex front yes. so you can see me. So yeah. I'm, in, I'm looking good because yeah. I've been made up. I'm smiling. Yeah. I've, I've been put in a kind of rictus grimace. <laughs> right. I'm in, the, I'm in the dog collar. Yeah. And the perspex front has two holes with my tits <laughs> coming through. And if, if you want to, you can rub them for luck. Oh. <laughs> As you enter Cornwall. 
I think that would be great, don't you? It'd be a bit of a landmark. I think it would be absolutely fabulous, especially at the moment. You know, you're entering Cornwall because there's shit in the sea at Cornwall. There is, I know. So that's awful. rubbing your beautiful bosoms yeah. through your the holes of your postman's yeah. coffin. Yeah, and um, if if we choose to, and I don't know, this might be going over the top. I don't know. Stop me if I'm going over the top. But maybe even my hand, my bony skeletal hand, could be out to the side of the coffin just waving. Oh, like fabulous. Like that, yeah. people. So if people haven't got time to stop and rub my tits they'd at least get a welcome a welcome into Cornwall like that would be great wouldn't it it'd have to be on the Cornish side of the Tamar Bridge right because you, there's the middle bit of the Tamar Bridge when yeah. you're just going over the water yeah and there's one side that is Cornwall and then there's the other side which is Devon right and and, and um, many a row in between as you know many yes. a war in between yes well I, I, I will grant that for you thank you because I think that sounds splendid it is yeah. I hope it wouldn't scare the children too much. Oh, fuck them. That's why I should be smiling. That's why I should be smiling. Because <laughs> that'll, that'll ease it. Yeah, them, that'll, that'll it? help. I mean, like, come on, you've got to rub Dawn's tits. Come on. <laughs> like, that's not going to give anyone sort of... Nightmares. Uh, yeah, well, therapy for the adulthood, you know. And bear in mind, I've got myself embalmed and preserved while all my other friends and lovers have been burnt on a funeral pyre. That's generous of me, isn't it? I mean, it just sounds marvellous. It sounds marvellous, yeah. It really, really does. Well, wonderful. Your wish should be granted. You're very welcome. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this short break. We've had a marvellous funeral. Yeah. The wake. So, this is the party without you. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. So, so what are you going to give us all? What What are we going to... Uh... Well, I think it would be... Um, this is where you're going to find out that I'm not that generous. I don't really... I'm not going to care so much about that. It would be in somewhere called The Legion. Because oh. there's a place like that, isn't there? You know, a nice cheap beer oh, in yeah. every single town. Certainly in Cornwall there is. Yeah. So it will be in The Legion or somewhere above a pub or something. Or it might be above the pub my brother was born in, which is in Plymouth, oh. called The Antelope. But Well, it was called The Antelope. It hasn't got a name anymore. It's on the Octagon in Union Street, the roughest street. So why was Plymouth. your brother born in a pub? Because my grandparents ran the pub. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, evil Granny, who you know. Oh, yes. Lil. Yes. She and her husband, then my granddad, uh, ran this very rough pub in Plymouth. And my br- brother was born in a room upstairs. Right. And when he was little, he used to go along and drink all the drip trays. He used to pour all the drip trays into one uh, <laughs> glass and drink it. He's not an alcoholic, which is interesting that he didn't grow up like that. But it's now a it's a pub with no name on it. Oh. Because it's a pub for slightly unsavouries. Okay. No, I think it's a local bike gang or the local football gang that own it or something. Right. Anyway, it could be there. It yeah. could be there. And I think it'll be, there'll be trifle. Oh, yeah. And there'll be jellies, individual jellies for people. Pick and mix. Yeah. Quite like that. You know, if somebody really feels like they want to eat, there might be some waxy sausage rolls and mouldy quiche, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and a mongo for everyone. What? Umbongo. Oh, umbongo. Yeah, you know, a little carton of umbongo. But this is a children's party, Dawn. This yeah, this is the kind of thing I would want. Right. You know me. Yeah. I don't. I'm not so interested in a big boozy affair. Uh huh. If, if my favourite meal of the day is tea time, yeah. Cake, yeah. Jelly, yeah. And a, and a nice sweet drink, yeah. That's what I like the most, and that's what they're going to have. 
okay. I mean, if you really have to have a drink, you could have a Guinness with blackcurrant in or oh, something, couldn't you? Or yeah. a shandy top. Yeah, yeah. Or something. So but everything's got to have a little hint of sweetness. It's got to have a hint of sweetness, a hint of childhood, yes. if you like. And it's a little bit mean as well. It's a little bit, yeah, you know, a not a lot tight. spent on a bit tight. Yeah, bit yeah. Tight. Gosh, yeah. it was so tight. We didn't have anything. The spread was awful. Yeah, that's that. Fine, fine with that. I'm gone. I don't care about that. Because when we were young, yes. and we hear about older people having funerals, they always went on about the spread, wasn't it? Yeah, it they was, did. You know, they that did. but was it was always important. the waxy sausage rolls. Frankly, yeah, it is, and a bit of a warm sandwich, you know, stuck to another sandwich. Yeah, you know, it's not, it's not good. It's not good. Have you been to a wonderful wake with wonderful food? No, well, I tell you what, my, my dad's wake was all right because my dad insisted that everything be bought from Marks and Spencer's. Oh, did he now? He did. And um, Tony ran the pub. Um, I remember saying to him, everything's got to be bought Marks and Spencer's. And he went, well, you can get it so much cheaper in Sainsbury's. And I went, Ev- that was his wish. Yeah. Everything's got to be Marks and Spencer's. Okay. So... Yes. So not um, so waxy for the sausage rolls. Not so And waxy. not so mouldy no. for the quiche. No, it was very nice. But wouldn't you have loved a bit of pick and mix? Well, I'm not like you. I can't have that sweet tooth uh, thing well, like you. I would think after the after the sadness and the wailing and all the exhaustion of the of the grieving, yeah. you need a bit of a pick-me-up. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Does it matter who's speaking or anything like that? Well, yes, I was going to ask you. Yeah. Um, thank you very much, yeah. uh, Mrs. Professional. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the eulogy. Yes, gone. yes. So, anyone in particular? Well, the person who I know would write the best eulogy would be Richard Curtis, of uh-huh. course. Um, but I don't think he should be the person to deliver it because he'll slip in some knob gabs that I, I, I don't think would be suitable. Thank you. So I would ask for Richard to write it and Jennifer oh. to have to read it because it would kill her yeah. to have to say so many nice things about me. Okay. Right. And I would also, I would insist that the very last line of the eulogy is sung. so that she has to say lots of nice things about me written by him and then and then she would have to at the very end say something like and I loved her you know she'd have to sing something like that so I would enjoy this and I might even insist that she sings The Wind Beneath Your Wings or something like that oh so it really horrible so she really has to go for it yes you know didn't you know that I'm out here in your shadow (laughs) (laughs) I'm, you are the wind beneath my wings. Yeah, I'd, I'd enjoy her singing that. Very good. Well, yeah. we'll make sure that happens. We'll Thank make you. sure Jennifer Saunders Thank sings you. your eulogy. Good. And so now, darling, I think we move on to the will. Right. Okay. So, who's getting what? Well, uh, part of me thinks that it would be quite good fun to film it, to line my family up, right? My husband and my daughter and my stepkids uh, line them up mm. in front of the lawyer when he's reading it out and I'd quite like to film their faces mm. when the lawyer announces that all of my money is going to go to worthy causes like for instance the Flat Earth Society <laughs> <laughs> or, or to a poorly kittens with hurty paws and gooey eyes society <laughs> or to something like the sealed knot What's you, that? Oh, they're the people who do reconstructions of Civil War battles. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it would be so good to find out that every penny is going to something utterly useless yes. like that. 
Um, or that perhaps I have donated everything to my pets, to Goody and Mauser and all of their descendants after them. So that no none of my family get any money whatsoever. That sounds mean, but it would be funny. It would be. It'd be funny to see their faces. Or maybe there would be also a clause in the will that would say something like, but of course, Dawn has made sure that you are provided for with some trinket that reminds you of her. So mm. for you, her darling daughter, a comb. You know, for you, her loving husband, and uh, an axe. An axe. He would love that. <laughs> he would love that. You know, a bottle opener. A th- yeah. You know, just some tiny little thing that right. they can remember me by. And I also think that all of my jewellery, not that I've got a lot of jewellery, but all of it should just be melted down, mm. including any diamonds or or emeralds or anything that's in any of it. Yeah. Not a lot. I haven't got a lot. Yeah. And just be made into like a, not, not melted down and made into something else, mm. just melted down into a great big ball right. of gold and yeah. diamonds. <laughs> and then that should be given to, again to some useless, <laughs> useless thing like... At the Corn- Royal Cornwall show, yeah, at a gym car, it would be given to Tubbiest Pony or something <laughs> like that. Somebody would win it, like a instead of a trophy, yeah, they get a ball of gold like yeah. that. But they have to hand it on next year to, you know, Susan, who would right. win it next year for Tubbiest Pony. Yeah, I think that sounds like a great idea. I actually. think so. I mean, it slightly misses out my whole family, but you know, oh, well, they've got to learn to cope. That's they've it. Because to they're going to be so distraught. They are going to be distraught. Yeah, they and are. so you want to you want to sort of soften the distraughtness I do. a little bit I by do. by a small feeling of hatred <laughs> coming in. You know, disdain. Yeah. They can leave with nothing. Yeah, absolutely nothing. But and, and their faces. Just their faces of trying to smile all the way through it would be hilarious. <laughs> well, that's that's marvellous. Yeah. Um, but is there anything, Dawn, that you, you wouldn't want anyone to see? You know, is there anything sort of, oh, fuck, I, I, you know, if you, if you think, I'm just about to die. Oh, shit. Yes. I shouldn't have oh, left that. Oh, God. Uh, well, I think there would definitely be, my, well, my sex toys. Okay. I, d- I don't really want people to find those. Yeah. Um... God, what do you do with them, actually? How do you know? what? Maybe I should get rid of them now. <laughs> um, yeah, those. Sex toys or... And any... then 80-year-old dolls like, ah, oh, fucking hell, I really need a wank. I've got to buy some more now. Um, or any of my satanic artefacts oh, yeah, that I've that? used in any of my evil doings Oh yeah, like through what? my life, you know, my upside-down crosses and yeah. all my pentangles and things like that that I have. Yeah, you thought I was a vicar. Yeah, yeah you thought I was a good person. And do you have, uh, what are they called, the dollies that you used to put pins in? Oh, yes. In? Uh, what are they called? Oh, there's a word for it. And there's a wonderful... A museum in Boscastle in Cornwall, mm. which is a witch's museum. As you go in, it's got a sort of comedy witch on a broom. Yeah. So you think, ah, oh, witches. And you come out and you are. Oh. <laughs> it is shocking what is in there. Right. Because it's real. Poppets. Right. That's oh, what they're okay. called. Poppets. Yeah. Um, and because, of course, witchcraft, huge thing in Cornwall. Yeah, there's more to meet the eye than yeah, there is. lovely Cornwall. There is. Than yeah, a nice, there is. A nice scone. Oh, the middle of the moor. <laughs> you were, and that, by the way, that would be at the um, wake. There would be a cream tea. Oh, well. As part of it, correctly stacked. And what is the correct way to stack? The correct way is scone. You can choose butter is optional. Yeah. Butter is optional. Yeah. Then there is the jam. Mm. Jam first, always. Cream is the crown. No other way. The other way is the way of God, of Satan. Well, and you know what? It makes sense, though, the Cornish way. I think way, it does. Because how can you put jam on top of cream? Exactly. And that's people who want to hide their cream. Right. That's people who think cream is butter. 
They're very right. wrong. Yeah, yeah. Because you spread jam, you dollop cream. Yes. It's absolute madness to do it the other way around. Yeah. And anyone who did it the other way around, mm. at my wake, yeah. would be offed, like squid games. Right. Be oh, like, yeah. They'd be killed by <laughs> ushers with rifles. <laughs> So it's quite violent. Yeah, you've got nice. this pick and mix. You've got the cream teas. Yeah, but there is a there is a violence also. Yes. There's an impending atmosphere of doom. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, it sounds friendly, great. isn't it? Friendly. I mean, it really is. It's sort of got it's got something for everyone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Beautiful. Right. So so you're dead, even though you're there in the coffin. Yeah. So, but your spirit, right? Yeah. What do you think about haunting? Oh, I definitely believe in ghosts. Oh, you well, do? I believe in ghoulies. Yeah. <laughs> and I also believe in ghosts. Um, yeah, I, I would definitely come back and haunt people. So who would you like to haunt? Oh, I'd haunt lots of people. I'd be a sort of mischievous ghost. Mm. And I would be the kind of ghost who slightly moves things that you're looking for. Oh, yeah. Um, and I would be also the kind of ghost that whispers in your ear. Ooh. But you might not know it was a ghost doing it, but you would know what they've said. Right. So, and to people that are cocky, yeah. to total cunts, yeah. I'd whisper undermining things. Like? Like failure. <laughs> or you're a fake. Or everybody knows you stink. <laughs> things like that, yeah, just yeah. quietly. So yeah. th- those people, it's probably as they're waking up. Yeah. And they think, What's, what was that? What was that? But they feel it and they know it. Uh-huh. But that's just to total cunts. Yes. To other people that are feeling lacking in confidence, but that are beautiful people, <laughs> I will whisper lovely things in their ears. Like, you look gorgeous today. Just be complimentary to them. Yeah. You can do it. We all love you. Things like that. Oh, how nice. Yeah, just so that they also don't quite know where they've heard it. Yeah, yeah. But they feel it. Yeah. And they know it in their hearts. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I I, th- I think that seems quite lovely, actually. Thank you. But I do think our listeners going to be quite surprised at how dark and rotten to the core you are. Really? Yes. Is this nice? Yeah. Well, it's, you know, they do. Yourself? They think that I'm a vicar, don't they? That's yeah. the kind of that'll be the headline, won't it? Will it? Vicar conks, or you yeah. know. So this is the counterbalance, right? To that, really. Yeah. Because that that must have driven you a little bit mad over the years. In a way, although, although, you know, that part had a lot of me in it, you know, and Richard wrote it for me. So, And you want to honour the character to the very end because you, you want to be dressed do. as a vicar. You definitely do. Oh, you I know? forgot to say that Bryn Turfell should be there Who? singing. Bryn Turfell, he's a wonderful... I, I'm going to get the... Oh. Is, is he a... Um, uh, is he an opera singer? Yeah, he's an opera that, singer. Yes. But, you know, there are different categories, aren't there? Is he a tenor? I think he is. Um, he has done a version of that Vicar of Dibley theme tune. Yes. And you can guarantee, can't you, that's what's going to be... If it, if it gets as far as the news or anything, oh. you can guarantee that that... that dee, 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 yeah. dee, dee, dee. Sorry, I've got a cold, everybody. Otherwise, my singing would be much better oh, than but that. I prefer the old Simon Brink composed French chanson. Oh, yes, that could be that. Do, be, do, be, do. French chanson. Simply amazing, unique and new. She's everybody's waking dream. You're right, that would be better. But that won't be what will be sung. It will be that other one, won't it? It will be. I know it will be. Oh, well. Can I mention the flowers? Of course. I had some thoughts about the flowers. 
<laughs> I had some thoughts about the flowers because yeah. there's many different things I quite like. I'd love, I'd love to insist that it's only white flowers, like only white roses. Right. With those slightly cheapy looking um, pins put in the middle with the little crystals on the top or the little pearls on the top. You know the way oh, they do yeah, it in yeah. posh um, bouquets. I quite like those. And yeah. I'd like them to, on the side of the see-through hearse, yeah. Katie Price hearse, yeah. but black, um, a coffin black, uh, well, no, coffee gold, gold. Gold. But in white rose heads, yeah. things should be spelt out. And I'm torn between this, and perhaps you can help me with this. Either it says, like, on one side, it will say something like legend, but spelled L-E-J-I-N-D, legend. <laughs> and then on the other side, it says slut. Yes. You know, so it depends which side you're standing on, what you see. Uh-huh. Either that, I would enjoy that joke. Or maybe just twat. Yes. I would, I would welcome that. Or it might say, like, moist. I'd quite like it to spell that out. Or even the word bike, bike would be great to have that on the side of your coffin. Or alternatively, and I'm sure other people have thought of this, but it would be great if it spelt out on both sides. One side just said help. Yeah. And then on the other side it just said not dead. <laughs> As the hearse goes by, that's what people see. I think help is fucking brilliant, actually. <laughs> to see that spelt out in flowers. Somebody, you, you know, because you do stop, don't you, when a funeral procession goes by. Yeah. You do sort of bow your head, pay a bit of respect, and then you look up a little bit and you see Nan or yeah. Dad or Steve. You know, but to see help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. And that does mean people might check that you actually are dead. Yeah, yeah. Because I think there's people in this world that might want me dead. No. Oh, I'm worth a bit. <laughs> until they get to the wheel and find out that I'm not. <laughs> I'm just going to speak to our friends on the other end of this line. In these main episodes, I'm chatting to guests about their fantasy funerals. But join me in Six Feet Under, our bonus episodes, where it's all about you, you wonderful twits. We dive into your real-life stories and anecdotes of death, funerals, hauntings and whatever other spooky stuff you've got up your sleeves. Get involved. Whack us an email on death at somethingelse.com. There's no G in something. Subscribe to listen and get all the main episodes ad-free for just $2.99 a month. Now, if that's not a bargain, I don't know what is. Visit Where There's a Will, There's a Wake on Apple Podcasts and hit Try Free at the top of the page to start your free trial. Or visit Where There's a Will, There's a Wake.com to get access wherever you get your podcasts. Now we move on to the death clock. Right. So this is, I am very, very powerful. I just have to get to the right page. (laughs) (laughs) Not so so powerful then. Of my power (laughs) in in what I know, right? Yes. So because I'm, I, I mean, I like to think of myself in this scenario as more of a Lucy Limbo. Do you know okay. what I mean? Yeah, I do, Cause yeah. I don't, because I didn't know what my role was at first. Thought, am I death itself? But yeah. I don't think so. No. So I'm more of a Lucy Limbo, but with insight and um, predict. I can predict things. Oh, okay. So your death date. Shit! Yes. <laughs> You're just going to hit me with it. <laughs> yeah. do you, I mean, do you want to hear it? Yeah. Sixth of July... 2048. How many years does that give me now, then? 
from now. Any bells ringing? 6th of July, 2048. Any ding-a-lings? The 6th of July? 6th of July. 2048. But why don't I know? I don't... Do you want me to tell you? Yeah. It's your best friend in all the world, Jennifer Saunders' birthday, and she will be 90 when you die. <laughs> okay. And I can't believe you didn't remember. 6th of July, I knew it was somebody's birthday. Yeah. But I knew I, that. But your best friend in... Somebody. I know. Somebody. I know, I know, sorry. Uh, that is her birthday. But I didn't know that date. I suddenly thought it applies to that date. She'll be 90, will she? She'll be 90. You seriously think I'm going before her? Yeah. <laughs> the way she drinks? No way. No way. She's going before me. See, I'm amazed that that didn't ring a bell right away. No, I knew 6th of July was a birthday. I do remember birthdays. All the years I've known you, yeah. every year without fail, I get a little gift from you your do. French. You do. And I don't think I've ever sent you anything. Do you know, I? I, don't, I don't want anything. That is my favourite gift is nothing, and that is the truth. That is the truth. Yeah, I mean, and probably might even be yours, but I don't care. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna die on the sixth of July on her on her ninetieth birthday. Yes. Thanks, Kath. Great. Okay. Pleasure. Where I'll be just over ninety. Yeah. All right. That's a long old life. That's nice. I had a good amount of my life where I didn't think I would make old bones. Really? I did. For a long time, I used to think that. Yeah. And I don't know why. Maybe it's just because I'm a bit happier now. Or maybe it's because, I don't know what it is. I've got a daughter and a granddaughter mm. that I want to stay alive for as long as possible. Uh-huh. But I honestly didn't think I'd get to be this age that I am now. Right. Which I'm is 65. What, oh, Thank oh, you, sorry. Kev. <laughs> 65. Yeah, I didn't. I, I never thought I'd live this old. And I've got a funny feeling that is to do with losing a parent very early. Yes. So you can't imagine somebody living later. My, you know, my dad died in his 40s. Yeah. So I never thought, I don't know, somewhere in my head, yes. I just didn't imagine outliving him. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think I think you're I think you're right. Actually, I think it is that if you've lost a parent young, yeah, you do think, oh well, yeah, old age isn't gonna might happen. not be in your cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, you know, do you ever think ahead about stuff? Like, do you think, like when I was younger, I used to try and imagine what sex would feel like, mm. or you'd imagine what getting married might feel like, yeah, or you imagine what death might feel like, and some things I could imagine, mm. and some things I couldn't. So, for instance, I could not imagine what having a baby, physically having a baby, mm. would be like. I just couldn't imagine it. And I never did right. physically have a baby. Yes. And I could imagine what getting married was like. Yes. Could imagine that. Yeah. I can imagine dying. Okay. So, I don't know how or whatever, yeah. other than as I prescribed today. Yes. But I... Uh, couldn't imagine living to an old age. Right. So that frightened me because I thought, oh, God, I don't think it's there in the cards. Right. But here I am, I'm 65. Lots of people would regard that as old age. Yes. Certainly when I was young, in my teens, mm. I used to think anybody who got over 60, why don't you just die? Yeah. <laughs> because you're taking up all the air. You're in space and you're, what use are you? can hardly walk. Yeah. yeah, that's what I used to think of people in their 60s. Yeah, yeah. But now I'm 65, it feels quite young, actually. I know, but I think that's just, I think teenagers now are still thinking the same. About yeah, they us are. Old yeah, they are. Fuckers, you yeah, know. Yeah. Even though I'm not quite there, I'm 58. Yes. So I've always been the baby. Yes, you have. I with forget you that. and Jen. I forget that. Because you are sort of an old soul. Mm. 
Mm. So it's so, yeah, that's that's a bit annoying. Yeah. yeah. But as you can see, I've I've given in to the grey. Yes, look at you. I like it. Beautiful. I like it. But I catch sight of myself sometimes. I think yeah, if I was eight, I would look at me as an old lady. Right. Uh, and I am an old lady now. Yeah. But besides a slightly dodgy knee and a bit of blood pressure. Yeah. Uh, you know, still pegging on. Still pegging on, still entertaining us yeah. quite beautifully. Thanks, Kath. And always a pleasure, Dawn. Yeah. Thank you so much. My pleasure. My pleasure to die in your company. Oh, she, she's <laughs> the going. The pleasure's all mine. Is she going? <laughs> she's going. Oh, she's gone. You've been listening to Where There's a Will, There's a Wake with me, Kathy Burke. My producer goddess for this episode is Charlie Morrell. The executive producer is Ollie Wilson. Sound engineering by Joshua Gibbs. Video engineering by Teddy Riley. Production coordinator is Archon Mohalay. Marketing by Abby Brock. Additional production and development from Chris Skinner and Dan Cocker. Original music written and performed by Jonathan Rathbone. <laughs>